are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for USA Today for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky Athletics. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with the Sonos Arc, the premium sound bar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. All right, on today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we're going to be breaking down Kentucky's matchup with Mississippi State. It's crazy. We go from one preview episode to one recap episode to another preview episode, and then tomorrow we're going to have another recap episode. Basketball season is in full swing. I absolutely love it. Uh, also, really appreciate you guys making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. I want to remind everybody that we are free and available on all platforms. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Mississippi State, 13-5 and on the season, 4-2 and in the SEC, in the running right now as that fourth best team in the conference at least according to the standings, to potentially make a run at a bye uh, in the SEC tournament should they get lucky at the, at the end of the year. Let's start with the offense, then we'll go to the defense, and then we'll give some final thoughts to wrap it up. The Mississippi State offense, in my notes here, I always leave a description of the offense after I assess it. Kentucky in molasses is the assessment I gave to the Mississippi State offense because they remind me a little bit of what Kentucky likes to do except they're very, very slow, and Kentucky likes to run with a lot of pace. The Bulldogs average 75.5 points per game. That is uh, good for fifth in the SEC. Their pace of play, like I just kind of hinted at, is very slow. They are 297th in uh, in adjusted tempo uh, nationally, according to Ken Palm. That is very slow, Um, so you would like to think, based off of those numbers there, uh, 75 points a game and their adjusted tempo, that they are a slow team, but they're relatively efficient. Uh, They don't put a lot of shots up. 57.1 field goal attempts per game is 12th in the SEC, and they don't take a lot of threes. They uh, put up 18 uh, threes per game, which is dead last in the SEC. They get to the foul line, an average amount, uh, 20.3 free throw attempts per game for the Bulldogs is 6th in the SEC. So there you have it. Those numbers would indicate that this is an offense that is very slow, likes to work in the half court, um, and does not put up a lot of shots. But whenever they do, they're probably knocking them down. And I would assume that's because they get a lot of good shot selection. They get a lot of decent looks. Stylistically, um, from what I can tell, from what I've watched so far this season, Mississippi State is a post-centric team. Like we just mentioned, they don't take a lot of threes. They get a lot of looks at the rim. Uh, they like to use their big men a lot. To, they like to run the the offense through them uh, quite a bit. Mississippi State is 340th nationally in percentage of points from beyond the arc. So they don't take a lot of threes. They make them whenever they do on a decent cli- at a decent clip, but the percentage of points that Mississippi State's get Mississippi State's gets uh, from beyond the arc is is not a lot per game. It's actually one of the worst percentages in the entire country 14.4 assists per game for the Bulldogs it's average in the SEC they're shooting 48 percent from the floor which is second in the SEC so there you go the high percentage looks are really paying off 73.2 percent from the free throw line that's fourth in the SEC shoot almost 33 percent from three that's good for third in the conference 37.7 rebounds per game is seventh in the SEC and we talked about this a few episodes back it might have been seven or eight episodes back actually talking about the Bulldogs just a little bit. So they don't 
pick up a lot of rebounds per game. It's third, again, 37.7 is right there in the middle in the SEC. But their rebounding margin is what's really impressive. The rebounding margin currently is plus nine, which is seventh nationally. In case you're wondering, Kentucky is first. So you see where I kind of got the Kentucky and molasses assessment is that this team is very slow, but they shoot a decent clip from the floor. They spread the ball around a little bit, and then their rebounding margin is crazy, crazy good. Uh, so there, there, there you have it. 11.8 turnovers per game, by the way, for the Bulldogs is third in the SEC. So they don't turn the ball over uh, a, a lot, just like Kentucky uh, does three key contributors here for the Mississippi State Bulldogs? Iverson Molinar. I know I said this was a uh, post-centered team, a post-centric team, um, but they have one guard in particular that is playing phenomenally for them. Iverson Molinar, seventeen point seven points per game, three point six rebounds per game, and four point three assists per contest. He's a physical guard, six three, hundred ninety pounds. It's great size for a point guard. Shoots forty eight percent overall from the floor which is very, very good, Um, but he only shoots 38.2% on the road. So he plays well at home, but he does not play as well on the road, at least shooting the basketball. Another guy here, Garrison Brooks, another key contributor, 11.2 points per game, 6.5 rebounds per contest, and a little under one assist per game. He's a presence down low. He's a forward for them, six foot nine, uh, shoots about 32.5% from three. That's very good for a kid that's six foot nine. Transferred in from North Carolina. I believe his dad is on staff as a coach. Um, so he's going to be somebody to look out for in this game. If we're talking about their presence down low, Mississippi State's presence down low, they've got a couple of trees, and he's one of them. The other tree that they have down low, Tolu Smith, 13.1 points per game, 6.6 rebounds per game, and 0.8 assists per contest. He's their starting center. Uh, he's a rebounder. He has fantastic post moves. If you want to go back and watch Mississippi State's against, a game against Alabama in particular, uh, I saw some moments where Tolu Smith had some great post moves. He can also get to the free throw line, which you also saw in that Mississippi State versus Alabama game just a week or so ago. Very strong rebounder, great moves, can get to the foul line, everything you want out of your big man. He, he does it all, and he scores at a pretty high clip. So overall, I think Mississippi State's offense is very interesting. They don't take a lot of threes. When they do, they make them. They're very slow. They run the half court. They like to get sets that get easy looks at the rim. And honestly, uh, what, what else would you want from an offense? I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good to just try and get as many high percentage looks as you can to slow the other team down, to be the physical presence, to really hound uh, a team on the offensive end, which is not something you see a lot um, in in college basketball nowadays. At least it doesn't feel like it is. It feels like there's less of a physical presence on the offensive end and more of a finesse on the offensive end. Uh, you, you you can talk about physical defense and all that, but you normally don't see it out of an offense. And I think that's really interesting uh, that we see it out of the Bulldogs here. All right, we're going to talk about the defense here and what they bring to the table in just a second. But before we do that, want to tell you guys about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march through the NFL playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website that you can go and sign up on today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code LOCKED ON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino game games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022 bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports bet online where the game starts 
All right, continuing along here on the Tuesday episode of Locked On Kentucky. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe and turn notifications on so that you get notified whenever the next episode of Locked On Kentucky comes out. A lot of comments recently. You guys, I absolutely love the engagement. If you have any questions that you want me to answer on the podcast, you just happen to have a question, I will literally stop any segment to have a short few minutes where I where I answer questions from you guys. I really want to engage with you. I want to see what's going on. We did that last episode. Um, there were a lot of Auburn fans in the comments on last episode. And I just got to say, some of you were nice. And some of you have act, are acting like you've never had the number one ranking ever. And you haven't. So some of y'all got to chill is essentially what I'm saying. Um, but some of y'all were, were, were very, very nice, and I appreciate the engagement, and I appreciate getting to talk with you guys. Love doing what I'm doing here. The Mississippi State defense, we like to have a little bit of a statistic alert, something interesting to talk about with the defense every single time we do a breakdown of Kentucky's opponent. And here's a statistic for you. I've actually got two. Mississippi State has faced four teams inside the top 100 in offensive efficiency, according to Kim Palm. If you've not listened to the show, if you don't know, there are 358 teams in Division I college basketball. So being in the top 100 is pretty good. Top 100 in offensive efficiency, according to Kim Palm. Mississippi State's played four teams. They are 2-2 two and two in those contests. Mississippi State is. And both losses for the Bulldogs were away from home. So they played four teams that are very efficient offensively, and they're 2-2 two and two against those teams and again, both those losses were on the road. The Bulldogs play Kentucky and Rupp Arena uh, tonight. In Mississippi State's five losses total on the season, the opposing team was 103rd in offensive, offensive efficiency on average. The Bulldogs gave up 76.2 points on average in their five losses as well. So there's a little bit of a theme here with Mississippi State losses. They play teams that are offensively efficient on the road, and they've really struggled. And I think that is something that we're going to have to watch out for the, in this game. Obviously, Kentucky, one of the most offensive team, uh, offensively efficient teams in the nation. Um, I definitely think that Mississippi State is going to have a, a difficult time in Rupp Arena. And we'll get to the final score and we'll get to a little bit more of a breakdown later. But this is a, in terms of what Kentucky wants to do in pace of play, whenever we're talking about pace of play and, you know, and quickness and stuff, it's such a stark contrast to what Mississippi State does. I'm curious to see how the Bulldogs handle it overall. So let's get into some more numbers here. Uh, the Bulldogs giving up 65.3 points per game. That's 42nd nationally. I mean, that's decent. That's pretty good. Uh, it's in the, Again, it's in the top 50. That's a good number. 65.3 points uh, is not, not anything uh, to be ashamed of. They are 100, 100th in defensive efficiency uh, nationally, uh, which is odd to see it's so low. Well, it's not low. I mean, it's in the top third, but it's, it's low compared to their points per game and some of the other metrics. Uh, Mississippi State is sixth in the SEC in blocks per game, uh, or excuse me, 11th in the SEC in blocks per game at 3.9. And it's weird because the Bulldogs are the 62nd tallest team in the country. They've got some length, like I mentioned, Tolu Smith, Garrison Brooks, DJ Jeffries, who I, who I didn't mention is a transfer from Memphis. He's another forward that they have. Um, they, they've got some kids with some length that they play consistently, and they're not picking up a lot of blocks, which is just odd to see. Um, but, but and, and, and again, their defensive efficiency overall is not that great. They're sixth in the SEC in steals per game at 8.6, which is not a fantastic number, but it's something at least to note. Um, and then... The thing that probably confuses me the most, it's like, okay, well, they're picking up steals, but they're only turning opponents over 13 times a game, which is bad average. So they're not fantastic efficiency-wise, 
They don't get a lot of blocks. They get an average amount of steals, and then they don't turn opponents over a lot outside of the steals that they pick up, which is weird. So we've talked about teams like Georgia before on this podcast that just simply didn't put any pressure on their opponents whatsoever. And, you know, they saw mixed results to very poor results um, whenever they faced teams that were efficient and they were playing on the road. With Mississippi State, it's weird because they're not giving up a ton of points. They've struggled at times against offensive, uh, offensively efficient teams this year, and they're not turning opponents over. It, it just uh, a ton. It just it feels like they're putting a little bit of pressure on opponents. And when you watch them, it looks like that. Certainly, they've got that length. But I would also say that if you do watch them on film, it kind of feels like that length does kind of make up for the fact that they aren't very intense, very physical on on the defensive end. And I think that's what's led to um, some, some uh, I would say, lower scoring games this season. And it's not to discredit Mississippi State. I mean, they're very athletic. They're very good. There's a reason that they're 13 and 13 and 5 right now uh, and still in the race for the SEC title. I mean, technically they still are, but uh, they're, they're, very, they're very well coached. Um, I, think they're, I think they're a good team. I think Ben, ben Howland is a very consistent coach. But it's just weird to see some of these numbers you know, not necessarily line up with what I think their philosophy is. Um, and maybe it's just they simply just haven't got the results they wanted this season, even though they're trying. All right, we're going to have some uh, some final thoughts here in just a minute. We're going to ask some questions about this Mississippi State team, about what Kentucky is going to do uh, in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about our friends at Get Upside. All right, Kentucky fans, let me tell you about an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. If you have Get Upside, as all Locked On Kentucky listeners should, then you will be making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time you fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google, or Google Play right now and use promo code SCORE and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. All right, wrapping up the Tuesday edition of Locked On Kentucky here. Again, thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. Any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to hit me on socials, if you want to hit uh, the YouTube channel in the comment section, you want to ask a question about the game, you want to ask a question about anything Kentucky-related, I'm more than willing to, uh, to uh, talk, talk about it with you guys. All right, the four things that Kentucky needs to do. Uh, if you've not been listening to the podcast, I've set parameters around Kentucky Wildcat wins. They've got to do four things, or at least three or four things, to win a given basketball game, especially on the road. Uh, but this game's at home. So the four things. Can Kentucky shoot the ball well? Can they have decent shot selection? Can they play well in transition? And can they protect the rim? Those are the four things. Before we get into that, I've got a couple of questions about this game. The first one being, will we see Shade and Sharp play? Now, Calipari has been relatively mum about whether or not Shade and Sharp, the star freshman, is going to actually play for the Wildcats this season. I believe he will. I believe he will at some point. Yeah, I think it would be to his benefit. I also think that considering he is officially eligible for the NBA draft, I mean, there's got to be some type of discussion going on behind closed doors about whether or not he 
would benefit from playing a little bit at Kentucky because if he's currently projected as like a top five, top 10 pick, why would you risk getting out on the floor and then scouts seeing your play and realizing that you're not as good as what your projection is? I think that's a possibility. I think that's definitely a conversation that Sharp's having, but I also think that you know, for him to be such a, a talented kid coming out of high school, for I, I believe there's there would be a lot of confidence there to be able to go out and prove, hey, I can actually compete with these guys. I can play at the college level. I want to show uh, these NBA scouts what I'm capable of. And if Coach Calipari will give him that shot, then I think he's going to take that shot. So there's a couple of different ways that Sharp could be looking at this situation and Coach Cal could be lo- looking at this sh- situation. Um, I will say, though, there's a reason that this kid came to college in the first place. There's a reason that he came to Kentucky in the first place. He wants to play here. Um, So if he doesn't end up playing the season and he declares for the draft, I mean, at least he got to hang out with the Wildcats for a season and he got to say that he was a part of something special. And I really do hope that Shaden is able to play because you watch his game, you watch his film, um, he is something that is sorely needed in this Kentucky Wildcats team, especially right now considering Ty Ty Washington might not be ready to go. Uh, and that's what I'm going to move to here next. Will Ty Ty Washington uh, heal up in time um, to potentially play in games down the road? I'm, again, I don't know what his status is. He dodged uh, what could be a really, really bad injury from what I've read, from what I've seen, from what I've heard. Um, but he's, he's probably, at least I don't believe, going to be 100% uh, against Mississippi State if he does play at all. Um, so I definitely think that if the, if this is a game where Kentucky finds themselves winning 10, 12, 15 points, um, I think you can definitely put Sharp in and let him play some minutes. Let him get a couple of shots up. I think he could be something that Kentucky fans will be even more excited about as the season progresses if we just get to see him play. So I, I want to see him play. I don't know if he will. And then also Ty Ty Washington uh, and his injury are definitely a factor in this contest as well. Let's go ahead and get to the four parameters here for the Kentucky Wildcats. Shoot the ball well is one of them. Teams shoot well from three and from the floor against Mississippi State. Teams are shooting 49% from the floor against the Bulldogs and 34.3% uh, for, uh, from downtown. And because Mississippi State makes teams play a half-court game, there are less opportunities for shots, even though teams shoot decent clips against them. Thus, I believe that's why teams score on average 65.5 points per game against the Bulldogs. And also, I think that what I was saying earlier is Mississippi State's length lengthens possessions on defense, even though they aren't turning opponents over. They're just simply bigger and athletic, and it's, it's difficult to work an offense around that. Have decent shot selection is another parameter. Uh, Kentucky's got to have decent shot selection. Mississippi State's opponents get 39.3% of their points from downtown. And this is what concerns me a little bit in this game. Kentucky doesn't take a lot of threes. And if teams on average are getting their points from three and opponents aren't scoring a lot, um, that worries me about Kentucky because if they can't knock down the three-point shot in this game, I mean, Mississippi State may prove that they that their length will be valuable at the rim and they may actually pick up some blocks and stuff in this game. Um, so that's something that's that's concerning. Kentucky is going to have to, I think, shoot the three a little bit in this game, at least more than they have as of late. Kellen Grady might be somebody to watch out for. He was playing very well against Auburn. Who knows? He may be somebody to watch out for in this game. The fourth parameter, excuse me, the third parameter, play well in transition, both offensively and defensively. 
Uh, I think this is one of those games where you're going to have to, at home, try and force your opponent to make them play your game. And we saw Kentucky do it against Auburn for periods on and off during that matchup, but I think Kentucky's going to have to make Mississippi State play a little bit faster than they're comfortable playing. I think Kentucky's going to have to try and pick up the pace and transition. You get long rebounds, you get out and run. Severe Wheeler is going to have to be able to push it, at least I think, in this game. Who knows? We may come back tomorrow and say, man, that was a really slow game. That was a really slow-paced game, and Kentucky was able to handle it. They played well in the half court, but I think looking at the numbers and looking at the way these two teams play, you're going to have to speed it up a little bit to see if you can throw Mississippi State out of their comfort zone. Fourth thing here, fourth parameter, protect the rim. Mississippi State's going to be attacking it all night. If you didn't hear me say it earlier, uh, Mississippi State's one of the worst teams in the country in terms of their percentage of points that they get from three. They don't take a lot of threes. They make them when they do, um, but they don't take a lot of threes. They're going to take a lot of twos. They're going to take a lot of high percentage shots, looks at the rim. Can Kentucky defend the rim? That is going to be crucial in this game if they're going to have to shot uh, shot at winning or winning comfortably uh, in this matchup. Final score here, and then we'll go ahead and get out. All of this to say, I think we're going to see an interesting contrast in this matchup. I think we are going to see at times it slow down, it pick up. I don't know how many fouls we're going to see in this contest. You kind of got an idea of what kind of fouls you were going to see against Auburn. I don't know if fouls are going to be an issue in this game in terms of pacing, right? Um, but a final score prediction here. I believe Kim Palm has this has Kentucky winning and scoring 79. I think Kentucky scores over 80. I'm going to triple down. I've said three games in a row now. I think Kentucky's going to score over 80. Let's see if they finally do it. 84 to 73 Wildcats is my final score prediction. I think Mississippi State is able to get some looks uh, at the rim. But at the end of the day, I think Kentucky being the better offensive rebounding team is going to be able to grab some boards. It's at home. They're going to push the pace a little bit. Kellen Grady, I think, might be a factor in this game. He could be fun to watch. So 84 to 73 is my final score prediction. If you have a final score prediction for this game and you want to leave it in case you want to be right, leave it in the comments below. I'm sure it's better than whatever my final score prediction is. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at LanceDahl underscore, and you can also follow the show on Instagram at Kentucky Podcast. I will see you all tomorrow to recap what is hopefully a Wildcats win. Have a good day, everybody, and God bless.